1: You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morensen and I'm on the grid, and so are you. And so is the raging redhead Cam uh, Stewart. Uh, we're gonna find out what's in Cam's bag, what's in Cam's fridge, what's in Cam's stomach, and everything else in between. What's on Cam's card is pretty good uh, as well. That's a pretty good name uh, for a segment. I like what's it. What's on Cam's card? Um, we got uh, a MAC card and we got a Masters uh, card. We're talking UFC with Lou. We're talking a little NFL football as well, but we're going to focus in on the Masters. And of course, we've got uh, three football games on tap uh, tonight in the MAC. And is it just me or um, am I the only one that always forgets who's playing who in the MAC? <laughs> like other conferences, you know, it's like, I, yeah, it's yeah. Michigan, Wisconsin, I, Indiana, Penn State, et cetera. The problem with the MAC, cab, is. They all have the same names. Yeah. Central Michigan. Michigan, Central Michigan. Michigan, Kent State. Ball State. (laughs) Miami. (laughs) Ohio. Right. Like, and there's always some like, and then I swear, like, ten times a day, Cap, I'm like, man, is it Kent State versus like Eastern Michigan tonight, or like, is Central playing? Who's Central playing again? Right. Like, it's it's such like a mixture uh, here. Uh, So tonight, just to clarify, Eastern Michigan and Ball State. Central yep. Michigan and Northern Illinois. Correct. And Toledo and Western Michigan. Michigan. Tonight. Yeah. Good game. Toledo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, we've got the tap effects are ready to go. Although, and I look forward to your opinion on this, actually, Cam, because uh, we had an editorial decision to make, and we've got a problem as far as the Chippewas are concerned. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I yeah, see yeah. the problem. I
2: see the problem. Yeah. They can't be going, oh, 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 oh." no, that's not going to work. No, no, no. (laughs) No tomahawk chop. Yeah, I get it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But we always ask, like, yeah, what's a Chippewa anyways? And I think everything's native, right? Every team that I don't know, like Saluki, I'm like, yeah, I think it's a native. (laughs) Yeah, it's a dog. (laughs) Saluki. I
2: I told you, it's a long-haired dog.
1: (laughs) It's Saluki.
2: a <laughs> Saluki? Yeah, so what we,
1: I, think, I think it's, it's a native uh, reference. I think uh, no, it's a long-haired dog. Central Michigan yep. Chippewas. It is a native reference. The Chippewas, for sure. Yeah, it it is. is. We're a bunch of white guys. Uh, we, we can't. There's no tomahawk chops allowed here, Kev. It's not I, happening. I agree. So, I agree. So, and I spoke with uh, I spoke with uh, one of our producers, Parker, before the show, and he agreed. We're like, this is a real problem. I'm like. Yep. Like, I don't really know what to do. So my idea, Cam, and I think it was a pretty damn good one. They're called I the guess? chips. They're wood called, Chips. Yeah. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like a sound of a wood chipper or an axe. Okay. Well, 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 we're, taking we're taking ideas. Yeah, we're taking well, Yeah. No, my idea up. is we play the theme song for the TV show, Chips chips. Now <laughs> <laughs> you can do that too. <laughs> I, I was thinking
2: more of like a wood chipper, but uh, yeah, chips. I got no problem with chips or somebody Ooh, eating how potato about,
1: chips. Yeah. Chips. We just have like you have any potato have a bag chips of potato. Or you yeah, just actually, crunch I, potato chips.
2: That's a great idea. I think I got some potato chips. I keep them uh, I put them in the fridge for freshness. I'll just <laughs> Hey Parker, if you can get me an audio version <laughs> of eating
1: chips, that sounds great. Yeah, we'll do chips. Well, we we settled on uh, a motor. We send, we, you know, because look, look yeah. we're in, it's Michigan. A... We sell it on the yeah. motor. It doesn't have to be just Michigan Wolverines or like, you yeah. know, Central Michigan, they make cars there too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're part of yeah. Michigan. <laughs> like, so, I agree with that. And a motor, we a motor, motor, set motor.
2: Set like, a, yeah. yeah, wood chippers got a motor. Like, like you're putting wood through the, yeah, it's through the chipper. I'm with that. I got no problem with the motor. Sounds good.
1: I like the idea of cam crushing potato chips, though, every time they score. That's a great idea too. I love it. Shout out to our radio affiliates. I am Gabe Lorenzo. So we're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Lou, gamble.com will join us. We'll talk some UFC. Uh, Paul Felder. Paul Felder taking a fight on five days notice. Uh, many of you will know Paul Felder. Of course, he's a fighter, but sort of more of a broadcaster now. Yes. Um, but, you know, he's sort of a dude that's on standby. You know, he's a tough dude. You need, you need a fighter, give him five days, he's ready to go. You know, Connor needs eight months, ten months, right? It's got to be certain mm-hmm. dates. Paul Felder doesn't care about his biorhythm, Cam. He wants to get paid. You gotta fight I for like me, Felder. I'll take it. Yeah. Imagine like fighting Felder Rafael Dos Santos on five days' notice. <laughs> Imagine if I told you, all right, Cam, listen. I uh, couldn't see it, buddy, but I signed a f- I got I signed a gig. I got you a gig, Cam. Cam, well, oh, you, got, you got a gig for me? Yeah, yeah. What am I doing? A voiceover? No, 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 no! You're fighting Rafael dos Anjos.
2: <laughs> you got yeah, five days to prepare,
1: though. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I got a problem preparing five days to fight the local grifter, let alone dos Anjos. That guy's a killer. You got
1: uh, Yeah, You no. got <laughs> to fight the kids that are egging your house. You've got you've got your own competitors to worry yeah. about.
2: We're we're on the case. Yeah, I told you. I saw some kids on some BMXs. I I, I got. I, I it's not. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. We're really narrowing down the culprits right now. And these kids are gonna wish they never saw my face again. Cause I am gonna get them. I am gonna get them. I'm gonna climb my fence and I'm gonna chase them down.
1: I'm gonna one of chase my favorite movies. <laughs> one of my favorite movie franchises of all time, Cam, is uh, Death Wish, and uh, with Charles. Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. Love those movies. I
2: love Bronson. Uh, Bronson.
3: Those movies.
1: Uh, He's the best. He is awesome. And um, so I was watching Netflix uh, the other night, and I'm not a big Netflix guy. Uh, The only thing I've watched on Netflix, I've watched every episode of Star Trek recently. So um, I look around. I'm like, they say, all right, movies, and yeah, Death Wish, remake of Death Wish with Bruce Willis. (laughs) So there All right, keep talking. (laughs) Keep talking. Yeah. So I, I decided to sit down and watch the Death Wish and uh you know, blah blah blah. His family gets attacked and he goes on a rampage and uh, but he doesn't know who actually hurt his family, so he just starts getting everybody. So yeah, that. that's, that's a what problem. you should, you should every, every teenager that's like, hey kid, hey kid, bam. you know, you're Bruce Marshall. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we're going to get some picks.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: The decision continues. I am Gable Morensi. Get on the grid. Uh, shout out to all of our radio affiliates, video affiliates, and everybody else in between. We've got a lot of picks up for you on the program today. It's Masters uh, week, uh, so the countdown to Masters uh, is on, but we'll handle our college football business first. We'll get to some UFC talk, but we'll get you caught up to date with everything going on uh, as far as the, uh, the, the odds for the Masters are concerned and mm-hmm. Man, we're going to go over everything on the program today, guys. We're going to go over everything. FanDuel has, obviously, outright winners. We're going to hit the make-miss cut. We're going to talk finishing position. Uh, We'll talk round scores, group betting, round matchups, tournament matchups, round leaders, top player props, tournament specials, and whole. Scores the old vj special, uh, the old hole score, the VJ sings special. <laughs> it gets me every time. <laughs> Not quite as good as yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday, Sorry, yesterday like, it's just so yeah. <laughs> no, no, I guess it was just like, like, like I yeah, yeah, VJ I... did it once. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's good at putting things in holes. <laughs>
2: That's the thing. It's the delivery and timing, man. It was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, it that. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't I, I, planned. That's what
1: made it good. Exactly. It wasn't, wasn't, that. It, that's the key
2: about good jokes, right? Sometimes they just got to come like that. Yeah, the timing was great. The delivery was perfect. And uh, yeah, yeah, what can yeah, you say? Yeah. It was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's an old school. It's an old school VJ sing yeah. reference. That we can't uh, we can't rehash. If you know it, you uh, know it. It's like the Mark Gray uh, Slump Buster. It's a story yeah. that once upon a time could be told, but it no longer can be told. <laughs> yeah. It's been told. Yeah. It's been told. But like yeah. even like if you ask about the slump buster, he'll get mad. He'll like, uh yeah. stop asking me about that. Right. Like he doesn't yeah. like it. Like <laughs> now it's not it's not as funny of a story anymore <laughs> as it used to be. All right. Correct. So uh DeChambeau sits at eight to one still right now. Dustin Johnson cam, little money on DJ. Yesterday he was plus eight fifty. He wasn't, um, you know. Now he's the exact same. So uh, Dustin Johnson is officially co-favorite. a co favorite. John yep. Rahm, who I like, sitting at ten to one. Uh, that uh, that shot that he made yesterday didn't affect the line. I was worried that people are going to start to bet him a little bit. Exactly, uh, they haven't. He's at ten to one right now. I'm hearing a lot of Justin Thomas love over the last uh, couple hours across the board. A lot of people buying into Justin Thomas at 12 to 1. Rory, of course, looking for a career grand slam. He's won every major tournament before. He's won everything in his life. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars. The only thing yep. he doesn't have and money can't buy is a green jacket. A green
2: jacket. Damn right. Well, it could, but not the real green jacket,
1: <laughs> not the proper uh, green jacket. Buy. Yeah, well yeah, he could buy he can buy as many yeah. green jackets as he, he wants. Jackets
2: as you want, I put on a pouch. Hey everybody, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some things jacket. money can't buy, can Some things correct. money can't buy. Uh yes. Rory's 13 to 1. And you know what, Rory? You might have to buy one of these things off eBay because you're not getting a green jacket this weekend either, buddy.
2: I agree a hundred
1: percent. I agree. I'm not taking him. Pass. Sandra Scheifling comes in. Hey, he's dropped a little bit down to 15 to 1. I tell you what, guys. He's only played here twice, but uh, he's lit it up both times uh, here before. Brooks Kepka not getting any love at eighteen to one right now. Hideki Matsuyama yep. is twenty five to one. Cantley is twenty five to one as well. We'll get into uh, we're going to get into the Masters, but let's uh, take a quick look at these football games uh, tonight right now. First up, Eastern Michigan and Ball State. Uh, Ball State played well last week, but uh, fell to Miami of Ohio. And we saw Buffalo absolutely smash Miami of Ohio uh, last night. I tell you what, Cam, Eastern Michigan are one of these teams, they're one of these programs. We took them last week. It wasn't easy. We were getting four and a half, five. They lost by four. We covered. We had them on the teaser. They're not flashy. It ain't pretty. They're known as like one of the worst programs in America. It's, it was Sports Illustrated did a feature once on this years ago, Cam. The worst college job in America, uh, being a head coach of Eastern Michigan. <laughs> and, of course, I've told the story. My cousin played hockey uh, for Eastern Michigan, but they're very good. Their hockey team is an elite team. Um, but with all that being stated, bro, um, point spread, these guys are killers, Cam. Absolute killers. And it's because nobody ever wants to bet on Eastern Michigan. You're like, ooh, Eastern Michigan on the road. Ooh, I don't know. That Ball State offense is pretty good, but let's get into some numbers uh, right now. Uh, the last 27 times Eastern Michigan have gone on the road, they're 21 and six against the spread.
3: It's like, pretty dude, damn God, good. That's
1: not like a, that's not a trend, Cam. This is basically their dominant road team. Like they cut. You know what it is? They're old, They get more points than they should because of their name. They have bland uniforms. They play in the middle yep, of nowhere I in agree. Michigan. Yep. Like they're just mm-hmm. bland, right? So no one yes. knows a player on their team. No one knows anything about them. You're just like, ooh, Eastern Michigan, all oh, those guys. Their are uniforms crazy.
2: are basically yeah, uniforms. an ugly version of the New York Jets. Like imagine yes. the Jets were a college team with a yeah. big E.
1: Like it sucks. Just green and gross. But I like Eastern and, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, that's the thing. But they're even awesome. Me. I'm like, God, guys, we've got to get better yeah. uniforms here. Like got, I agree. Like, I, I think it's, we've got it's, to t- it's time to move. It's time <laughs> look, to upgrade. Like a school team. They look like they a high school team. It's like they, guys, do. they like, might
2: as well have they, different colored helmets. Like, like exactly. their budget, their, their
1: football fat. budget's like twenty-two thousand dollars. I think like they barely can afford cleats, let alone like new uniforms. Like they really they need a coffee. booster to buy them new helmets, but they don't have any boosters. Like who's there? Like who's who up for Michigan? <laughs> Who's their best? Who wanna, went to Eastern Mission? I want to look up Nobody. who the most famous uh, student is. <laughs> yeah, they got to ask oh, someone. they They could probably a lot. My cousin.
2: Yeah, it could, it could <laughs> be. Best Eastern oh, Michigan alum, Gabe, Gabe Morenzi's cousin who played hockey. No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, we know the one thing is you look at Central Michigan, and it's crazy that Antonio Brown oh, went to Central a, Michigan. Yeah, that's yeah, a six-round yeah, 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 draft pick. Yeah. Like, they got real players there, right? So, But at Eastern, it's like, who? Like, you're right. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an Eastern Michigan guy off the top of my head. Stuff. Very Okay,
1: but so this is why, though, you get points. 21-6, the last 27 road games, these guys Wow. Yep. Five and one against the spread. The last six times they played at Ball State. Uh, wow. Um, you know we, we can go on here. The last thirty games. This is unbelievable. Uh, the last thirty games, guys. Eastern Michigan are twenty three and seven against the spread as an underdog. Wow. Like all they do <laughs> is cover, bro. Like all they do is Pretty cover. Good. Like you yeah. know, like these aren't just sort of like oh when the wind blows they're this record. How about this? Uh, how about this? The uh, Ball State Cardinals, six and fifteen. The last twenty-one times have been listed as a home favorite. Uh, yeah. You know, we 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 can go on. There's some heavy over trends too. Nine and two to the over. The last eleven times these two teams have played, it's a constant over fest with these two teams. So I'm not overthinking things. Give me uh, Eastern Michigan plus the points. And the over. Eastern Michigan, ball State over the number. Eastern Michigan, plus the points. What are you doing with the game, Cam?
2: I got to be honest
1: with you. You get the chicken sound.
2: Uh, I'm a chicken. Like, I'm not playing this game. I got a lot tied up in golf. <laughs> Parker?
1: Parker? Parker? Parker, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Parker? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, poor Parker wasn't expecting it. I thought you brought your yeah. boy pants to the show tonight. <laughs> Here I am hyping yeah. on Twitter, big tonight cam pass yeah, yeah uh, and i'm not gonna i actually i i don't know who who'd have taken this game convincing argument. you should have said Doesn't... after what i just said gabe i wasn't because cam i know cam's got his eye on the real mac game later but yes I uh, you do. should have said i wasn't gonna bet this game but you know you just sold me a car put me in that car i gotta tell you i gotta be uh, honest you don't want it to lie. i would buy cam
2: i don't know what to tell no, you i don't No, you're going to have to leave. Basically, I'm the hitchhiker. You're just driving by me. I'm going to bet on the other game later tonight, and I'll say this. The only reason I wouldn't go hard on Eastern Michigan, I just don't like, uh, you know, Ball State's one of those teams. It's just, you know, they're so wishy-washy. They can really show up or not. I expect a better performance, but Eastern Michigan's a good dog. It's a very, very hard game. The numbers fluctuated between 7.5 to 9 to 7.5 and and 9. It's all over the place. It's a difficult game, but I do agree. I think we're getting some points in this game. That's one thing. I expect no defense in this game at all none that's fair that's fair that's fair but you haven't seen my master's portfolio it's deep and we
1: have a uh we we have a sports update coming up uh with uh cam the chicken (laughs) store that's correct yep yep chicken (laughs) i like like this you know (sighs) cam's trying to show restraint and discipline and we're like what a chicken what I know.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> this is sports grid. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com, betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. More game time decisions.
1: Thank you very much, uh, the Raging Redhead uh, Cam uh, Stewart, or I should say Cam the Chicken. Oh, you know, Cam, I couldn't help but think of the... I don't know if you yep. know. Um, um, there's uh, there's rappers, uh, Method Man <coughs> and Red Man. They used to work. Oh, I know a Red lot. Man and Method. Yeah. Yes, they yeah, did. Method yes, they red did. Man. I think we should change the name of the show. Actually, Morency Man and Red Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I am pretty red, but hey, man, yeah. what can you say? This chicken, this chicken's uh, he's got a lot of feed tied up and some stuff can there, Marenti. But uh, we got
1: a chicken. <laughs> We're the chicken it
2: Oh no, me, I'm I'm not me betting me. the
1: Mac game. I'm a chicken. I'm kidding I don't bet on the game anymore. What what a quitter. What a quitter. Um, a quitter. Like like I said earlier, Parker usually is pretty quick with the sound effect, but he was caught off guard. He thought you came to play tonight, Cam. We didn't realize that, you know, you brought your yeah. skirt. I thought well, you're wearing yeah. your tilt tonight, huh? I thought, you were yeah, the I, I thought you were ready to
2: go. Yeah, I'm bringing out the bagpipes with the kilt. No, yeah, I'll tell you no. Cam
1: <laughs> like, oh, okay, on the way out goes. Yeah, hey, imagine what if I was in AA. I'd be like having one are you? You know you're going to have another drink, buddy. Exactly. We're yeah, bad influence. That's a, we're, What, we're
2: what kind of influence. friend are you? That's what I'm saying. We'll you be, go. You hey, don't, you don't want to be bad again. Chicken. Do you chicken. Have
1: a problem. This is not the show to be tuning into. All right, I will tell that's you a, this right now. Let's bring. That's Lou an excellent point. On. Lou, is, Yeah, yeah, this is not a show. Yeah. If you're going to GA, just for the record, me and Cam did the GA uh, test before. There were 20 questions. Uh, we got 19 out of 20. Let's bring in yeah. uh, Lou right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lou, oh, Gamble. <laughs> How you doing, Lou? I'm doing great, guys. Great to see you. hope everything's going well. All right. So, yeah, we're just quickly on this, too. We talked about Eastern
1: Michigan, and good call, Cam. I, I I would have gotten it, actually, if I really would have sat down and thought about it, but famous yep. Eastern Michigan alum, Charlie Batch. Batch. That's right, Charlie Batch. I knew yeah, you were right, Charlie
2: Batch from the Lions. Oh, that's great. Yes, he was an Eastern, <laughs> Eastern Michigan Eastern Eagle. Lions, good
1: yes, call. Good yeah, call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lou. Lou, what's your alum? What school did you go to, Lou. Yeah. Uh, besides been, the University of Hard Knock, Street Savvy. That's Knox. that's my that's yeah. my alum.
3: Yeah, where, where, that's you Lou. You I attended the Harvard of the Southwest, the University of Arizona. Oh, you're a wildcat, oh, Lou.
1: Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah,
3: wildcat. I'm
1: a wildcat. <laughs> you, know, like, uh, you should be. You should be.
3: You, you, so no pot shot at the Sun Devils? Uh, you know, you, you yeah. guys are the smart no. ones or anything like that? No, yeah. I, I will say this. And it's funny because there's this big Phoenix, Tucson, U of A, ASU thing that's mostly manufactured, but it gets carried away just like it does at Michigan State and Michigan and Iowa and Iowa State. But when ASU hired Herm Edwards, every single ASU person, alumnus that are my age and younger, which most of them are, belly ached and whined and accused anderson the ad of nepotism with hiring his buddy herman at the time in every radio station every outlet i said and i stick to this to this day that herm edwards will go down as one of the top three college football hires of all time and that's that's going to come true strong words what well, you're saying you're like saying big movie. things for Arizona.
1: listen, and, and I think he's comes, he's done a great job. From a I don't guy. Know. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you're right though. Everyone criticize him. Graham kind of got he thrown did. out of the bus, but I understand. And you know, like you said, Herm Edwards, his agent, his former agent was like the the, the running thing. The in new agent of Arizona. Yeah, was was the A D. But he has been a good mm-hmm. hire. And if I'm a college kid, I'd love to play for Herm Edwards. His enthusiasm uh, is is great. He's a good coach and all you need to know about Herm Edwards, guys, dude. That was one of my best bets of the weekend. Arizona State plus the point. Oh, They're in every yes. football game. He's not going to get out coached by these college guys, right? There's no schemes and stuff. Uh, he's a great motivator. If you're a kid, you know it's, it's not. You, he can recruit you because you know he's. You know him more as a guy on ESPN, even right? But he's played in the NFL, he coached in the NFL, he was on ESPN. Um, he
2: he seems honest in too.
3: But, but yeah. there's, a, seem, there's another, you know, there's another layer, and the other layer is, yeah, he, he, he these kids want to know about pro football. So, uh, who better than Herm and uh, Sherm Lewis and and the whole set of Ma- Kevin Maui, all the ex pros that are riddled all over the staff. That's secondary. What's the first recruiting? Where does Arizona got to recruit? California. And what do these California kids, The they want to hear about pro football, but what do the parents want to hear? Herm Edwards goes into their house and sits at their living room and tells those parents he's going to watch those kids. I'm telling you, it was a lead pipe cinch, and it is a lead pipe cinch. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. Herm Edwards can nice – uh, yeah, great, great, great natural salesman. Natural.
1: All right. All um... right. So, I don't know why I think Lou might be getting like free uh, free free rounds of golf or something. he's 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 yeah, got no his
3: my wife is a country club manager and i don't play golf i i hand- uh, <laughs> okay. um, and it would t- believe me I, I i take great pride uh, in in wiping away fandom and having any form of heart involved in a bet uh and so i wiped the slate clean herm edwards is just a sensational hire and now We got to work on the University of Arizona trying to get some of their programs, you know, on some solid footing again. Lou
1: Gamblu.com with us. All right, Lou. So let's get down to business. I was talking earlier about Paul Felder just being, you know, an ultra tough dude that's always on standby, willing to take a fight on short notice. He takes this fight on five days uh, short uh, notice. And I see now he says there's a 50-50 chance that this is his last fight. So I'm imagining that that means if he wins, it's his last fight. I, I, I guess that's, you know, he wants to end uh, with a win. But I don't, I don't know. But what, what do you make of this uh, fight, Lou? And I need your, we need your help on this card, I got to tell you. Because we talk about UFC cards, and this is a tricky one, uh, Lou.
3: So uh, what do you got as far as the UFC is concerned uh, this weekend? yeah i I like the card i think there's some great opportunity spots on it Uh, is talking about the main event you're right yeah listen anytime a guy starts talking about the r word uh and they're a fighter then they they've retired okay and felder (laughs) basically retired after that hooker epic battle which most people uh that scored it but thought scored it as a coin flip i'll be fair but uh i i thought felder could have easily won and i wouldn't have had any more problem than when they assigned hooker the win that's how close it was but it took a lot out of them uh those two guys stood and banged and took tremendous damage and right after that he mentioned the r word now We're in a situation where he's due to be sitting next to John Anik and calling the fights on Saturday, and uh, Makachev pulls out, and, and Felder, ahead of guys like Nask Peratt and Michael Chandler and other guys that the UFC could have coerced to go in there, Felder gets the spot. Why does he get the spot? He works for UFC. It would seem to cause the UFC production more harm than good to pull him off the set. I think he, the UFC did it at Felder's request. I think Felder has every intention of retiring after the fight. Uh, he also not only decided to take the fight on five days' notice, he agreed to 155 and five rounds. Meanwhile, yeah. Rafael Dos Anjos was scheduled to fight Makachev a month ago. He's been in training camp for, what, nine weeks, uh, three months? This is a bad spot for Felder, guys, bad, bad spot. What about the fact, though, that Dos Anjos,
1: um, you know, is it the quality of competition? But he has lost four of his last five fights, Lou. He's no, lost Usman, four of his last five uh, fights.
3: Usman, okay, who's winning Covington? And yeah. What about Chiesa and Leon Edwards, though? What about the Chiesa and, and Leon, Edwards? Leon Edwards? Leon Edwards is a top three uh, fighter in that division in the 170s and that's why we don't know anything about him because no one will fight him even Usman doesn't yeah. want him again he's going to well, kill right. this young Chimea. Leon, uh, Leon Edwards Leon Edwards yeah, going to he- beat the brakes out of this young Chimea. Leon Edwards is real And and again this fight's at 155 RDA is fighting 170 pounders at their division and competing with them the RDA is a, is a legitimate favorite in this fight, and I see people all over Felder. I hope it happens and maybe the RDA price goes down a little bit. Um, I think RDA is the choice here. I really do. I think it's a bad spot for Felder, but he's a warrior and he's proud and he's a great guy, but I think he's he just wants to leave his gloves in the ring. I think he's ready to go.
1: Lou is ready to go. Getting fired up. It sure right. is. Rafael Dos Angeles. <laughs> Just say, calm down, Lou. No need to yell at me. No, you're a no, I like it. I like it. He's fired no, I'm up. Kidding. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Rafael Dos, no, Dos Angeles minus 210 at FanDuel uh, right now. And I thought the same thing initially. I'm like, well, that's a bad spot for Felder. Five days, Dos Angeles. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm just saying, you know, Los Angeles has lost four of his last five fights in very tough competition. I get it. But facts are facts. All right, Lou. What on like, this
3: card? Yep. Well, sorry to interrupt you there, but I will add one thing that's so legitimate and it, and it really leads to your point. Dos Anjos went to 170 because the weight cut to 155 was grueling for him. So now after spending yeah. a couple of years at 170, I can tell you there's no way I make any investment on this fight until I see weigh-ins because it could be really possible that Dos Anjos either struggles with weight, misses weight, or he doesn't look good making the weight. So there's a lot yet to this fight that needs to be to, that needs to unfold.
1: Yeah, I was wondering about that with Paul Felder too, actually. Lou, we'll hit this on the other side, just as far as with Felder, you know, going down in weight on short notice as well. So, does he basically go into an instant fast situation? Like, how healthy is he? I don't know what his natural weight was to begin with. Uh, We'll hit this on the other side with Lou and Cam. All right, Game Time Decisions continues. I'm on uh, FanDuel's MMA page uh, right now, and uh, Lou threw it out there earlier. Leon Edwards is plus 164 against Shemaev. Shemaev minus 196 uh, right now. Conor McGregor minus 184. Dustin Poirier plus 154. Uh, Blockowitz 205. Adesanya minus 250. Okay, so uh, it's it's evident Lou likes Dos uh, Angeles in his fight. Um Ah, uh, will fight go the distance? Yes, minus one seventy-four. No, plus one thirty-six. Before we move on to the next ones, uh, Lou, we'll go rapid fire. We want to get into some football uh, as well. Uh, what What do you think about the distance of this fight? Quick fight, long fight? What are you, what are you looking at here?
3: Uh, again, I got to wa- I got to watch weigh-ins. However, I tend to think that it's going to go over four four and a half rounds, provided both men weigh in without incident.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Obviously, no one's really tougher than Felder, and Los Angeles is going to look to grind this thing out. Um, all right, so you said you like this card, Lou. So talk to me, buddy. What are you, what are you looking at here on this card?
3: Uh, in the next fight, which is co-main event, you got uh, uh, Al Hassan, the Ganon fighter, who, if we recall back in, I want to say it was June, he went to Fight Island. He's had a bunch of hype, but he took a couple of years off because he had some legal problems that he had to navigate through, and I believe they were in Canada. He got through all those, got this great fight, went out there, and basically got put in with a local guy named Laze, who uh, was an Arabian fighter and is really, really capable. This Lize came yeah. to fight, and Al-Hassan uh, showed the results of being away from the cage for, you know, a couple of years, and he tired, and he looked sluggish and poor. Now he turns around, and he fights this Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams fought earlier, uh, probably two months ago, and he fought a guy on this card, Alex Morono. It was Williams' debut fight, and he knocked Morono out in the first round. So uh, even though Williams is the taller man, and he's the much longer man, and he's the younger man, uh, we haven't seen him have to struggle in the UFC. He hasn't had anything but a flash knockout. And I can't trust a guy that I haven't seen struggle or make Two and a half rounds to see how he's fought in the third. And El Hassan, I think, really bounces in this spot, second off a return and off a loss. Al Hassan is minus two twenty, minus two thirty, depending where you're shopping. Uh, I'd look at him uh, inside the distance. How how unusual that, that the uh, total in the fight I believe is one and a half shaded to the under. Uh, was, these two guys are going to go right to the center of the ring and throw down. And I do believe Al Hassan goes back and rely and and. Uh, Relies upon a lot of the experience that he's had, and uh, I believe he's just the better fighter at this point, and he'll take Williams out.
1: Uh, Lou, sounds like catches a pun- my eye here. Sounds like he's a pundit,
3: Gabe. Two favorites, right? Not- That's I'm boy. It- <laughs> yeah, but, not a puke it, uh, yeah but, uh, uh, favorites are uh, I think like 22 and three over the last couple of cards guys so we really got to mm. watch it we finally got two underdogs for the first time in three cards last week on the main event and co-main event so I'm not afraid wow. to take a favorite if mm-hmm. I think the, uh, uh, that's where the fight is going um, as far as a good underdog on the card, let's go down a little further, and I'll hit you guys close to home, at least with the Canadian, Randa Marcos. She's getting tossed in against a fighter from Japan who's a submission specialist who's going to be shorter than her, giving away reach and length and, again, a debuter. And you're going to put a debuter? Uh, submission specialist in with a gal like Rhonda Marcos. Yeah, granted, the Japanese girl is 11-1, and one, and Marcos' record, 10-9-1, and one, and that's what people are looking at. But Marcos uh, has a lot of fortitude. She's tough. She's gritty. She's got a wrestling base, and I think Marcos is in a great spot. She opened 145, and I think she's a little higher than that now. That's That's a dog early in the fight that I really like.
1: Yeah, Randa Marcos has been good to me over the years, uh, she's Lou. Tough. Uh, I'm a fan of hers, as you stated. Real grinder, great wrestler, strong as hell. Strong when she's down on you know when she's got you down, she can handle herself. She's tough. A uh, lot to like, uh, Iranian Canadian uh, Randa Marcos. So a fight, Lou, that I think is a real fun one. I'm going to make sure I don't miss this one earlier tonight. Uh, Brendan Allen and Sean Strickland. This fight's a pick 'em, but uh, both these guys are badass, uh, Lou. Uh, what's your take? Uh, Brendan Allen and uh, Sean Strickland.
3: I'm really glad you didn't let this... I'm tickled you didn't let us go off without talking about it because it's going to be the best fight on the card. Yeah, this is like two badass dudes. Yeah, like Totally, totally badass dudes. Listen, Alan's 24 years old and was due to fight Ian Heinisch last week. And Heinisch pulls out at the last minute. So the UFC does him a favor and puts him in with a killer in Sean Strickland (laughs) who used to play, he used to fight at 170, got in a motorcycle. Down, now Cam. he's back. Yeah, I Look will. at Strickland, I mean.
1: Cam, yeah, look at Strickland, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy.
3: Strickland, Strickland's you know a stand-up striker, and Allen is a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner who is okay on the feet. This fight will be uh, won by where it's held, and that means if Allen can get Strickland to the ground, then I think he's going to have some advantage over Strickland, who's uncomfortable on the ground. Yet, uh, Strickland's been in with some killers, and he's a big, long, structured, strong 185-er. And I'm on the ground, I was prepared to take Allen last week as a pick against Heinish, but this is a different set of circumstances. I think Strickland's the way to go in this fight. I, I think he's got the maturity and the strength and the uh, striking game as well as the takedown defense to keep it standing and expose Allen here. Let's remember. I, what- Allen's last fight, he incurred tremendous facial damage and some broken orbitals. That's not a good recipe going in against a guy like Strickland.
1: Yeah, and I don't like the change of opponent. I like Allen, but I don't like the change mm-hmm. of opponent. As you stated, he was supposed to fight uh, last week. It's difficult. And, man, you look at Strickland. He's been in there with Usman. He's been in there yeah. with tough dudes. Uh, he's rolled. They're both so good, though. They're both so good. It's a real fun fight. and That's why it's minus 110. It's it's that's a pick right. You know what I mean? uh, So you you can make an argument for either guy, real contrast in styles, but Strickland's a real uh, badass, Riverside, California. um,
3: Strickland opened opened minus 125, so the the money trickled in on Allen. I think it's more a reflection of what they saw or what they remember that he was going to fight last week. I don't think people know about this. It's a different matchup. Yeah, it, and I think totally, I almost got
1: sucked into that, that I liked Allen last week, that, but, oh, well, Allen's yeah. fighting again, right? But it's different.
3: Be, it's true. Gotta be yeah. careful. So, you listen, Heinish, his opponent last week, was a wrestling-based guy that on the feet had power. Strickland is not a wrestler at all. He's a stand-up, and he's got lethal kick game, and he's long, and he's got precision striking. Completely different setup.
1: Uh, all, right, uh, Lou, Lou, all right, Lou. Lougamble so dot com. Right, Lou. So before we uh, move on from the UFC, anything, any other fight uh, you want to hit here? Or we're going to move on to some NFL right now.
3: Yeah, I'm done. I think those. You know, Eric Anders is in a really good position. He's another short favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anders, former football. Player. Anders Al Hassan. Yeah, 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 he's he's in a good position. He finally gets an opponent. That he has advantage over. They've been just setting him up with guys like Santos and other guys. He finally gets a manageable opponent.
1: Yeah, I agree. I looked at that number two, Eric Anders minus one fifty two against Antonio Arroyo. Of course, Eric Anders uh, came national champion. He was with Alabama uh, years yes. ago. I think he was the, the Greg McElroy team around two thousand twelve ish, eleven you know, ish, twelve ish, whatever that mm-hmm. that era. Linebacker, good football player.
3: Uh, he got was in with. He was with Walt Harris at Fight Island for Walt Harris's fight just three weeks ago, and rather than go home when he got to Vegas, he stayed at the uh, Performance Institute to train for this fight. Uh, he's looking forward to this fight, and he's in a good spot.
1: All right. Uh, so we have Thursday night football, uh, Lou. And normally Thursday night games suck, uh, but we've actually got an interesting uh, one tomorrow night uh, with the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. Big division. Look at the
3: line
2: movement, Gabe. Holy jeez! The, the Colts are favored now.
1: Yeah, the Titans are now one point underdog. Oh. So what? What did I miss? Oh. Can? Did they all? Did Derrick Henry get COVID? <laughs> <all> get COVID? <laughs> I, I was happy thing? with Indianapolis
2: at plus two and a half. I don't want to lay juice with these guys. Oh, you got to be kidding me! This is horrible. Wow! Um,
1: wow! wow. Luke, okay, are you folks? thinking of this one? I gotta tell you, everyone I talked to this week tells me why the live movements brighten stuff. Yeah, whatever. I don't agree. I'm taking the Titans. Yeah,
3: Lesley just Blue like the really just like the line. Argument. Just like all the pundits knew exactly what they were doing when they took Indianapolis from a dog to a favorite last week against Baltimore. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Yeah. if you're bet if you're if you're betting these games three or four days ahead of the game, you're you're a lunatic, and, and I mean it. There's too much information that's happening as we get close. there's listen uh tennessee has been affected by the uh by a right tackle that's injured and the loss of Luan, their left tackle and that's causing them some fit and they're an offensive team that can't stop a sneeze on defense meanwhile they're going to play a team that will travel well on a short week because indianapolis plays solid defense in fact they're one of the top two or three uh, DVOA raked defenses in the league. So uh, I, I I see why the movement went there, but the only way I could play this game now uh, would be to to look at Tennessee or at one, maybe tease Tennessee in a six and a half point or up to seven and a half and try having some fun that way.
1: Yeah, well, Tennessee and teasers definitely come to play. It should be a close football game uh, either way, but I don't get it as you talked you brought it up uh Lou. Everybody loved all oh, the Colts' this, the Colts last week against the Ravens. I they know, lost like by the 14, week. Cam. They lost by they 14. Laid an egg. I, I know it's a the different Colts problem.
2: Yeah, it's watching Philip Rivers in the tail end of his career. It it's it hurts. And I was I was yes, say I, I knew it I, I knew his regression was there Lou but it's out of control now like
3: it's a real problem it, it, but, but it only it, it only is exposed when he's pressured and Tennessee can't pressure yes. him they couldn't they couldn't pressure Burrow when Cincinnati didn't even have an starting a starting offensive point. line so so you know there, there there's concerns on both sides of this and it's it's Tennessee's got defensive I look at Tennessee like Seattle they're just—they're great offense. Can't—they can't stop anybody. I think uh, Indy's a more complete team. That said, there's no way I would bet Indianapolis after that line movements working against me, three and a half points.
1: Uh, Lou, we got about a minute uh, left uh, with you. So, of course, you are in—in uh, in the Phoenix area. What are your thoughts on Arizona um, after after losing the game against uh, Miami? Uh, they're small favorites against a, a hot Buffalo Bill team, a seven and two Buffalo Bill team. Doesn't feel like the Bills are seven and two, but they're seven. It and doesn't. Two. And uh, yeah, but that's when the bar—that's good, Ken. That—that that means the expectations are high when you're seven and two, and they really haven't played as well <laughs> as they could uh, play. That's true. Um, what What do you make of this game, Lou? What's What's your opinion on Arizona and Buffalo?
3: Yeah, my, my first opinion was how smart I was going to be because I figured the thing was going to be lined at 48 or 49 and that <laughs> I was a genius because I knew it was going to go way over. <laughs> then I looked at the total. I I definitely see I definitely see points in this game. Uh however, uh it, it, and I, I really go into the handicap wanting to like Buffalo, but there's one thing wrong with Buffalo, and that's John Brown. Right, John Brown, 10 seconds, is a, he's an integral part of that offense, and without John Brown, Five. Buffalo can struggle. New
1: Game time decisions continues. Thanks to a uh, Lou Gamble.com for joining us on the program. Cool stuff talking UFC, talking NFL. Uh, we're gonna get into the Masters in the second hour of the program, but we've got a Mac game coming up uh, in a couple of moments uh, here. Current number right now, Eastern Michigan uh, getting eight and a half points. Getting eight and a half points at Ball State, total 61 and a half. The Mac totals are strange. Like, they should go over, but they don't always get not there. The and and nope. when they don't get there, they don't come close. There's no in-between. Nope. You'll notice with the MAC totals, it's not like, oh, I had 59, but they got the 58 and they got the 57. exactly. It's going to be like, yep. no, I had 59 and they got the 22. Or it's going to be like, oh, yep. man, they put up like 98 points combined. Like, it's it, there's no in-between with this stuff. You're you're absolutely right, and that that Akron game
2: was under from like the first quarter. We got the first hey Ohio, thanks Bobcat. We heard one Bobcat, yeah, 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 yeah. and that uh, that Bobcat was literally tranquilized for like mostly, Thanks for the nice score late there, guys, to win by fourteen. Let's the high give up our the boy game is
1: they were up by fourteen. Yeah. That's as yes, good as we yes. got.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, they yes, yes, and yes the again. again. <laughs>
1: they, <literally laughs> they lost suck. the game.
2: lost Here, here, here's the deal. I like they Akron originally, but.
1: Did that, the well, problem I'm never betting on I, the Ohio Bobcats again. I hate oh, that. Oh, buddy. I, I really don't. They, I never like that. I
2: game. will. I'm not going to say I'm not going to bet them again, but there's going to be, like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be thinking long and hard, and they have to be in a very, very good spot. That was a horrible performance. Give Donnie Wrightside side some credit. He said he liked the under in that game, and te- both teams bleeding clock, and that game didn't go close to over. As you're right, we assessed the Mac games. The only game that was close to the total was the game that we hit with Buffalo. The total was 56, and the final score, I think, got to 52. Other than that, you're right. These things miss by 30, 40 points a lot of the time. This conference is so hit and miss, it's unreal.
1: I'm taking uh, Eastern Michigan plus the points, Eastern Michigan uh, plus the eight and a half, and we're going over the number as well. So Eastern Michigan plus the points, Eastern Michigan ball state over. The total is tricky. I do like the points a little bit more. I do think Eastern Michigan can hang in this football game. It should be a high-scoring game, but in the MAC, you never know. But I'm going to take my chances with the over.